Welcome to the Iowa Specialty Hospitals and Clinics Ish Dish podcast, practical health advice from Iowa Specialty Hospital experts. We want to connect the members of our communities with the latest healthcare information that's understandable, relatable, and useful to your daily life. With us today, we have our Ish recruiter, Dakota Van Howen. Hello, how are you doing? Good, how are you? It's kind of a dreary day, but you know, I'm here and I get to talk with you, so it's so a good day. So it's not day. that dreary. Yeah, it's a good day. It's getting better. It will be, <laughs> until we get snow again. Well, yeah. yeah. For those of you listening, we are from Iowa and it is February, so we just have to grin and bear it, right? Yes. yes. All right, well, today we're going to talk all things job openings, recruiting. You've been here with us for close to a year. Yeah, it's been kind of a whirlwind, mm -hmm. you know. I started as a recruiter, more of high school students into college, and now this is college to professional, and I've learned a ton. So Good. it's been a very fun kind of career change for me, but... So let's know. segue into that. What did you do prior to coming to work for Iowa Specialty? Yeah, so I think a lot of people don't really know or think that I'd be able to do this, but I used to be a cheer coach. That is so cool. Yes, I used to coach at Morningside University. Go-ish! Yeah. We yeah, need well, some of those. See, I was like the worst game day cheerleader you could think of. I was not peppy. I was more for like the tumbling and the okay. stunting stuff. But okay. So that's what I used to do. And basically I was trying to get high school students to come and join the Morningside cheer team. Now here at Iowa Specialty, it's more of trying to get them either out of college or in a different position and come to Ish and work for us. Sure. So. It's about the same thing, but a little different. Yeah, and I'm sure it's a little bit different doing high school to more professional, different conversations, different yeah. tone of voice, all the things, maybe. Yeah, people somewhat have their lives put together by the time they're either looking for a job or looking for a new job. So it's a little bit easier of a communication level because, you know, when you talk to high schoolers, a lot of times they don't really know what they're doing or mm -hmm. what they want to do, I guess. Yeah, so, I remember that, barely. Yeah, I'm still there, so. <laughs> I still don't know what yeah. I want to be when I grow up. Okay, so we've had a couple events that have been, I think, fairly successful, wouldn't you say? I mean, I've had a blast at them. Yeah. So. <laughs> and so the title of the event, and we've done a couple of them yeah, now? Yeah, we've done two, and we're okay. about to move on to our third at the end of February. Okay, and the title is wonderful. It's called yeah. Careers and Beers. Yes. So take it from there and tell us what that's all about. So the first one was just a random thing that we decided to do, me, Mickey, Steve, and our first one, we did it over in Clear Lake. Okay. And we did it in this small hometown brewery. And we actually had a pretty big turnout. And we're like, gosh, we need to go to a bigger place now. Mm -hmm. So then we decided to revamp the name. And now it's Careers and Beers on Tour. Oh, nice. Because, I mean, we're kind of like a rock band just going all around <laughs> the state of Iowa. So we went to Mason City. And that was, we had an amazing turnout at that one. So that was our sign of we need to continue to do these because it helps us get out in communities that we don't necessarily have a very strong hold in mm -hmm. and just say this is who we are this is what we do come hang out with us have a beer on us have some snacks on us and let's just talk about employment or possible career changes right great relaxed atmosphere yes. and a good way just to visit without the yes. pressure of interviewing and mm -hmm. yeah and it's nice just to get to sit down and get to know them before mm -hmm. like Instead of getting just a flat-out resume where you're like, well, I see you've done this, you've done this, you have this experience, Careers and Beers is more just to sit and talk with them and see where they're at personally, what they're looking for, mm -hmm. even if they're not necessarily in the, like, looking for a career change, 
we can work through that and see what would they expect out of a better job or a different position if they were to come on to Iowa Specialty. And the conversation, like you said, is very relaxed. It's not like they're already in an interview. Right. And I can see where it benefits both parties. Yeah. Because I'm, I maybe as a potential employee am also screening you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know that much about Iowa specialty, but now I'm getting to know right. you a little bit better and vice versa. And the big pull for us, I think one of the main things we put on, like when we send out the flyers and stuff is come have a beer with Steve Simon and our CEO. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of other places don't get to do that or sure. they don't do that. A lot of the big corporations, unfortunately, they don't. the CEO doesn't walk down the hallway every day and say hi to anybody they come in contact with. And so this is a way to show how our atmosphere is a lot different than a lot of other places that we know of or been to. Great. So, so when's the next one? We are going to be over in Humboldt. Unfortunately, there are quite a few assisted living and nursing homes that are closing. Yeah. And our thought process when we heard that was we want to be over there to help support anybody that may be in that weird position of, well, my job is close or my position is closing. So now I need to start looking. We want to jump over there and support them the best way we can by giving them more information on Iowa Specialty and hopefully offering them a job down the road before they lose out on theirs. That is wonderful. I love that. All right. So then let's talk a little bit about an internal program Mm -hmm. that we have for employees that are already established or wanting to maybe move up the ladder a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. It's called Cultivators. Yes. It's called the Cultivators. Basically what it is, it's for anybody that's going either back to school for a clinical position or somebody that's in school for a clinical position. And when I say clinical, it could be anything from CNA, CMA, RN, radiology, tech, lab tech, just any sort of clinical position that we could use. And so basically what it is, is they come and meet with me and then we just talk exactly what the program entails, what like financial stipend we would pay out to them every semester. And then they sign a promissory note and we just go from there. And when I say stipend, that's the fun part of this whole program is a lot of places do where they'll just pay your college tuition. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, to me, I would have taken it in a heartbeat because, you know, I'm drowning in student loan debt right now, but that's a whole nother story. But this is a stipend. So it's paid directly out to the clinical scholar. When they're in classes full time, they'll get up to $6,000 of a stipend paid directly out to them each semester they have left. Okay. So some of the numbers that we've been paying out have been pretty great. And a lot of the times they might be on the last dollar scholarship, so they don't necessarily need this, but... The way I try to portray it to them is, you know, if you want to go buy a new car, you can go buy a new car. If you need to save to buy a house one day, you know, you can save and buy a house one day. I think we have one person that is just putting in a savings account because they don't necessarily need the money, but they're just leaving there in case they do if they want to buy a house or anything like that. So it's a program that you can sign on to that can benefit you multiple different ways. It's just up to you how you want to spend the money. That is really cool. Yeah. And Is it unique to Iowa Specialty or is this kind of a trend that we've jumped on? I think not necessarily a trend, but a lot of hospitals do things like this. Okay. But like I said, like it's more tuition-based. They only pay the tuition. And then they have to sign on to promissory notes, which we do as well. But they could be up to four or five years where they have to commit to working at a specific place. Ours is only two years. That's amazing because I, I was just going to say that same thing. I know I did yeah. that once and... You have to make sure that you're going to work there a number of years right. in order to be eligible. Yeah, yeah. And the hard part is when you're talking to young college students, two years seems like a lot. 
once they get into the real world and like working a job, like I've only been here a year. And like mm -hmm. I said, it was a whirlwind. I blinked my eyes and I was already here for a year. Right. So two years is really not much. When you start get up into four or five years, that kind of starts to seem strenuous. And that's where I would put some hesitation myself. Sure. And so we've had a lot of success with it. We have. We've had a lot of talks. We've been really promoting it to our clinical partners that come through, like our nursing students that come through on clinical rotations. And the nice thing is it's a lot of people in our area. Mm -hmm. So it's really supporting our communities that we already support with clinics, for say, where we're offering to keep them, especially the ones that want to stay in their hometowns or stay close to family, whatever it is. They're almost like the first grab for these ones that want to sign on to clinic, the cultivators. So a question that comes to my mind, does somebody have to work here a minimum amount of time in order to qualify for the cultivators or can they just come right in and... Yeah, a lot of our cultivators now, it, they a lot of them don't necessarily work here. Once they look at cultivators or they do like one clinical rotation here, they kind of see how we are with our students, with our employees and everything. And then they want to sign on to cultivators, but then they wanna also want to sign on to a PRN job, mm. whether it be CNA, LPN, whatever it is. They can work here. They don't necessarily have to, but sure. that's also the nice thing of if you're going to sign on to cultivators, let's get you on a PRN position. And then you can start learning how we do things. And then the transition from CNA, LPN to RN is going to be a lot easier for you. Right. That sounds like a great idea. I know. Just... I wish it happened when I was here. Right. Hmm. Well, and let's talk about the atmosphere and the culture of Iowa Specialty, because that's something fun that we all like to talk about. And I know we did a recruitment video a couple years ago now or a year ago. Yeah. And we had a lot of employees on the video talking about the atmosphere and the culture. And there's definitely a common theme amongst most of the staff here because they feel it. Yeah. And it's one thing to say, I love the culture where I work. Well, what does that look like? Well, I don't know. It just is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of our staff can actually put words around it. Family always comes up. Always. You know that because you've done these videos with different staff. Jokingly, years ago, I have to say this, we used to be called a cult. And I used to laugh about that. And I would ask people, well, why do you think that? And they would say it's because everybody says the same thing, does the same thing. And I said, that is true. We've all been trained a certain way. However, when you do it enough, you become it. Right. Yeah. You know, if you smile enough, you become happy. Mm -hmm. Those types of things. So play off of that a little bit and tell me your version of what you think. So definitely family is like the biggest one. Anytime I'd ask somebody like, what is something about Iowa specialty? It's always kind of like the first one that comes to mind. And at first I used to cringe. I was like, no, that's going to make us sound like a cult. Right. But the more I sit and think about it, I think it's the best way to explain it. Because even if people want to call us a cult, I guess, <laughs> it's a good thing. It's why people want to work here. They want to be involved in that family feeling. They want to be part of something. Right. Mm -hmm. And I especially really helps you do that where we have that 510 rule. We have standards of behavior. It just, it helps you transition into how the company culture is a lot easier and faster than just trying to find out on your own. Right. So I think cult family is probably the best way to say, <laughs> you know. perfect. I yeah, love that. It sounds weird, but, you know, it's probably the best thing to say. Yeah. So It's a cult without the negative connotation yes. of the word. Yes. It's a cult, meaning we are one, right. united, yes. and common goals, common threads, mm -hmm. all of the things. Yeah. 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 And I've worked a couple different nonprofits and stuff, and 
there never was this culture or atmosphere feeling mm -hmm. where it's just like I got up, I went to work, I went home. That was about it. Here, I get up, I come to work, I get to hang out with some pretty awesome people. I get to do these fun things like a podcast, right. my own TV show like Oprah. Like just, <laughs> You're not getting a car today, by no, the way. No, <laughs> unfortunately not. I mean, it's just nice. It was almost a culture shock to me because I've never been involved in a workplace that really cares about those kind of things. Yeah. Like sitting through orientation a year ago, the biggest thing was Steve came in, told a story. None of my CEOs before this would ever do that. And then we go over standards of behavior, but then he also explains how he wants that to affect your position. He doesn't want you just to do these things because you have to do them. Mm -hmm. It helps you enjoy your position or helps you make new friends or mm -hmm. you can tell they really care about these standards. But it's also just simple, easy little things that everybody should do in their normal lives. Right. Which is nice to know. Right. We talked about that just this morning at a meeting that we had. And the standards of behavior, if anybody's not familiar, is just basically a list of, I promise to do these things. Mm -hmm. And they're just common sense, be nice, right. check your email every day, be a good communicator, all the things that you should just know as an adult, I guess. Yeah. But then we sign them when we're hired and then we sign them again at our annual eval, the leaders do anyway, mm -hmm. I know for sure, just to reinstate that. And it's funny because I find myself telling people about our standards of behavior and the different ways that we do things here. And I hear myself and I think, wow, that's just not happening. Mm -hmm. That's weird. There's no place that does this. Right. And I feel like when I'm talking to people, they are in their mind going, not happening. There's yeah. no culture that exists like that. And it is not perfect. No, no. They adjust them all the time. Yeah. And the culture isn't mm, perfect. Right. I mean, the people who work here aren't always perfect. Mm -hmm. I just, I think it's important to stress that, that the more we work together, one of the things I was going to mention is that I feel like we hold each other accountable to our standards of behavior. Oh, yeah. Probably more than the leaders and the senior leaders do to the staff. Mm -hmm. I think we know what we should do and we hold each other accountable to do those things. Yeah. And the whole 510 rule, so it's within 10 feet, acknowledge somebody. Within five feet, say hi, good morning, mm -hmm. how's your weekend, whatever it is. I was so not for it. I was like, I don't do that in general. Right. I'm not, again, I was a cheerleader. I wasn't a great game day cheerleader, right. so I'm not peppy. I don't <laughs> say hi to everybody I see in the hallway. And I was like, I'm just not. There's just no not way that one's going to happen. And now here I am saying hi to people in the grocery store. I know. I don't even know. Yeah. And, and then. <laughs> it's just weird to me. Yes. Because then some people, like, it's almost like you just screamed at them or something. Mm -hmm. They just get so taken back by saying hello or yeah, how I don't are know you. you. Wait. Right. Yeah. And that was me <laughs> right. before I got here. I was like, don't talk to me. What right. are you doing? Yeah. Or just like stare at the ground. Right. Let me grab my groceries and then get out. Mm -hmm. But now I'm just like casually walking around high V, you know. Yeah. Saying, hey, how are you? And there's like. And you think the whole rest of the world is just grumpy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I used to be one of those grumpy right. people. <laughs> yeah. And this is not an easy thing to do. No, no. It took me a while. Yeah. I've worked at a couple other facilities and had told them, you know, I took a little break from my job here and then came back. And while I was away, I worked at a couple other facilities and told them about the way that we do things here. Mm. And they were like, never going to fly. It won't happen. I said, well, you're right. Not with that attitude. Right. It won't happen. So it is a constant everyday thing, mm -hmm. but it just becomes natural. Right. Yeah. I think especially 
when they first start, you have to work at it. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't do these things in your normal life, then they are going to seem challenging. Mm -hmm. But you're going to find maybe say, give it a month. Right. And you're going to be doing almost every single thing on that paper that you never thought you would do. Right. And I think that's exactly what makes this culture the way it is. That's why we have nursing students from different community colleges coming in and saying, well, I've done rotations at other hospitals and I've just never felt like this. So we love hearing those things because then it means our standards of behavior and our culture atmosphere is working. Right. That's what we want people to feel. We want them to feel included and like family. Yeah, just, just like, like that. Family. I also think one of the big selling points of working here is the amount of transparency. The communication definitely trickles down from the C-suite mm -hmm. down to the staff level. Everybody knows pretty much everything going on and the reasons why we do the things we do. There are a lot of facilities out there, different companies, different industries where the C-suite is a guarded secret. They're untouchable. And that so doesn't happen here. I mean, obviously, there are things that they don't share, and which makes right. sense. But for the most part, we all get and understand why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. And it may just be the position that I get to do as a recruiter. But, like, I get to work with Reagan, Holly, Steve constant. Like, I get to see Steve almost every single day I'm in right. the office. Like you said, a lot of those other places, that would never happen. Right. They just come down and... You just get told what they said. Yeah. They're in our offices telling us, well, I think this is, or could we could do this, or hey, let's pivot and let's look into this area. It definitely is very transparent, I yeah. feel. So we've talked about the culture. We've talked about some programs. We've talked about beers and careers. Careers and beer? Careers and beers. I guess careers comes first. I the would, beer doesn't I was going to say, no, <laughs> I would definitely have to go back to my computer and look because now you got me questioning. <laughs> So we've talked about all those things. Now, if anybody is listening and they're thinking, that sounds like a good fit for me, yeah. what kind of job openings do we have right now that they could jump on? So a lot of our clinical positions are open right now. We are really working hard to not have traveler staff. We really want to get a lot of permanent staff, and we are trying really hard to get fully staffed where we have travelers. So a lot of the times we have travelers, obviously med surgeon are saying, we're not alone in this whole battle between the traveler and the permanent staff because everywhere in the nation has a nursing shortage. They're using a ton of travelers and it's just a very uphill battle. And so that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to get rid of these travelers in med surge, radiology, lab has a couple, respiratory therapy, just a lot of those. We're really pushing hard for those. Okay. And the nice thing is once we get permanent staff, I'm not saying that the travelers don't really click into the culture, our permanent staff, they live in the communities. They feel everything that we feel. And that's really what we want to push for is try to get those permanent people involved in our community, involved in our hospitals. So that's what we're really trying to replace right now is those travelers in those areas. Okay. So to wrap things up, if someone is interested in applying for a position here, what's the first thing they should do? Well, they can just give me a call on my phone and I would love to sit and talk with them like okay. we just did. I'm going to give out your phone number, your direct line. I think it's 515-532-9280. That's what I have written See? down here. That yeah. was, that was yeah. my phone call voice. <laughs> so that's what you'll get when you call in to ask about jobs is my professional phone nice. call voice. Nice. Very yeah. good. Or they can go on our website. There's a careers page that you can look through all of our open positions. 
We do have an employment Facebook page that I get to run. Mm -hmm. I've not been great at posting on it, but I'll get better, I promise. What is the name? Is that Ish Employment, I think, isn't it? Yep, you can type in Ish Employment, or you can type in the really, really long one that's Iowa Specialty Hospitals and Clinics Employment, if you really love to type. (laughs) But you can go on there. We post a lot of stuff that can get you in contact with me if you send them a Facebook message as well. We kind of watch those. Or just, I mean, honestly, come to campus and ask for HR, and we'll give you the full tour and everything. Sure. All right. So many ways. So many things to do. And I don't know, we might meet up again at a fair or a trade show. I don't know. I've been waiting for those emails to come across my desk of, hey, what do you think of right certain fair? And I said, well, I remember last year we said we weren't doing it. So I'm yeah. waiting. I think we shook on it. I think we like 100% agreed not doing not it. Not doing it. Okay. But, you know, I'm never sure say never. it's going to happen again. It wasn't, it was fun. I enjoyed myself. A little too long for my liking, but it was fun. I agree. Yeah. Well, thanks for being a guest today. Yeah. I appreciate it. Had a blast. It was fun to talk to you and just tell everybody what ish is and how it makes you feel. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Iowa Specialty Hospitals and Clinics Ish Dish podcast. For more information on the topics we discussed today, visit us on the web at iowaspecialtyhospital.com. There, you can read a transcript of today's episode or previously aired episodes, as well as get the latest news from Iowa Specialty Hospitals and Clinics and explore all of the services that we offer. For the Ish Dish Podcast, I'm Gina. Thanks for tuning in.